disclaimer, all information shared on this podcast is based on opinions. Please seek your doctor's advice. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Real Table Talk with your girl, Kimmy. Hey guys, it's Kimmy and welcome to Real Table Talk. This is a place where we're going to have some interesting discussions. It's centered around women. Where you feel comfortable, where you can share your views, express yourself, and we just come together as a family. So stay tuned, guys, because the Real Table Talk is exactly where it is. Join us as we talk to Barbados' popular social commentator, Patrick King, on the topic, should I take the jab or not? Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for a riveting discussion. Welcome, 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 welcome. We are so happy to have you guys. This is our first time where you can actually see us visually and we're so happy to be able to share this with you. Today is going to be an interesting topic. I know it's a topic that everybody is talking about. And if you guessed it, you are absolutely correct. You know exactly what that topic is. You know exactly what that is. Should I take the job or no? So here with me in the studio for the first time, I have Mr. Patrick King. I'm going to go ahead and let him introduce himself to you. Welcome to the studio, Patrick. Hi, welcome, Barbados. Welcome all during this um, podcast happy to have you awesome all right so so the topic like i said we're going to be talking about is should i take the jab or no before we get into our discussion i just want you to say that this is just opinions that we're sharing here we're not giving you any advice you have to make that decision for yourself but we're just sharing opinions as we talk through whether or not we should take the jab so let's get right into it so Patrick, do you recommend that we take the vaccine? And if you do, tell us why. Well, um, first off, I like to go with the science and not um, with the misinformation or the conspiracy theories uh, relative to the COVID-19 vaccine. And based on the science, I think that it is prudent for anyone who would have first um, ensured that the physician would have thoroughly checked them out um, in relation to any issues, health issues that is that they might have, and give them the the clearance, so to speak, on whether or not they are a fit and proper candidate for the taking of the vaccine. I also believe that. Um, the challenges surrounding the taking of the vaccine um, comprises of a number of individuals, and let me put them in various, in various categories. You have the persons who are uncertain for, for reasons best known to themselves. You have persons who are anti-vaxxers who have decided one way or the other that they will not take the vaccine, irrespective of what the vaccine can do for them. And then there are others who are holding on to misinformation and because of holding on to the misinformation, they find themselves in a situation where they are no, not clear as to if they want to participate in the taking of the, the, the vaccine or if they should wait 
and see what happens along the lines before they take the vaccine. Hmm. Interesting. I agree because um, there are a lot of persons who I have been speaking speaking to who have shared that you know they don't have enough information as yet to make that decision. There are some persons who are actually saying that it's not that they are anti-vaccine. It's just that, you know, the way how they feel about vaccines altogether, they're just really not sure. And then the way how most governments are being so aggressive at, you know, they kind of comes across as though they're forcing it down their throat. Would you agree that that's what's happening now, that governments are already, you know, forcing it down our throats? to go ahead and take Apparently, this happens to be the appearance at the moment. But the challenge is that um, having people um, vaccinated against COVID-19 must come in the efforts of patients. Mm. It cannot be that persons are being bullied or coerced into taking a vaccine because the challenges that you're going to have is one, you're going to come up against the rights of that individual, one. And then two, what will happen is that you are forcing a person who is not clear mm -hmm. because that um, the, 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 the premise upon which communication rests is that, that those who are communicated to understand what is communicated to them and that we must, be, we must accept that all persons are not equal on the same level in relation to the receiving of communication. Therefore, we must, we must be clear in our mind that what we are seeking to communicate to individuals in relation to the taking of the vaccines must be effectively communicated to them in order for them to understand that this is something that will help to save them. Now, the challenges that you are having based on the science of the vaccine is that the vaccine only protects an individual, which is a person from either a hospitalization or going on a ventilator. That person, that those are the only two things, to the best of my knowledge, information and belief, that the science has now proven that the vaccines can do. Outside of that, this is where the confusion comes. Outside of that, the person who takes a vaccine COVID-19 vaccine, that is, can still catch COVID or can still spread COVID. And because this is a reality, what is happening is that persons are throwing their hands up in the air and saying, well, if I'm going to be still able to catch the vaccine, I've catch the COVID, sorry, uh, having took the vaccine, then what is the use or the purpose of taking the vaccine? So I think the campaign drive must now be centered around um, how we communicate best to these individuals to help them to better understand that it is their health that you are seeking to protect outside of the reality that even though they are uh, vaccinated, they can still catch COVID. Because that if you have a person who is still mindful of the fact that they are still in a position to catch COVID-19, having been vaccinated, the mindset of that individual must now be intercepted by something that tells them that they are the ones who you are seeking to protect. And then we will move from there as the science becomes better 
and and, and more um, effective rather for, for um, against COVID nineteen. Okay, so I I agree, but then okay, you understand what you're saying that they need to make sure that they have that information out there. But the reality still remains the same that you know whether if I take this vaccine, it doesn't stop me from catching COVID. But what they're saying is that yes, it it helps you to be able to manage it more because now the body has the antibodies and you know all the special effects that they are seeing. But the reality is you're still catching the COVID, and there are persons who we know of who have taken the vaccine. And they have died. Uh, recently, there's been a case that we've heard about in sick. It was uh, St. Lucia, uh, where we had a person who actually took the vaccine and they died. And of course, there are various complications and so on. But persons are taking it and they're still dying from COVID. So how would you suggest that the government, especially of Barbados, how should they go about being, you know, so why should we take it? Because we, we may possibly still get it and we may very well still die. So why should we take it? What's the, what's the use of it? Yeah, but see, um, what we must understand is that the science surrounding um, the COVID-19 vaccines has not guaranteed anyone who take that vaccine life everlasting. Neither have it guaranteed them that if you take the vaccine, that you will not die. What it has guaranteed is hospitalization or possible going on the ventilator or death now while those things can fall into the equation we, we still cannot be reckless enough to ignore the fact that the vaccine still adds another layer of protection so while this is true that you can catch covid even though you are vaccinated the bigger picture must be must be zeroed in on and that is that the likelihood of a person being able to prolong their life having catch covid by virtue of being vaccinated is slightly greater than a person who refused to take the vaccine mm. okay okay so do you agree then that the government of barbados is receiving international pressure to have the population uh, vaccinated um i don't believe i don't believe so you see what is happening is that what what is happening basically is that because of technology, we are now in a position to see what is happening worldwide simultaneously. So we are seeing other approaches from different various governments across the world. And because that our government might be seeking to do some of the things, not all, it may appear as though that they are follow, following the crowd. And it may also appear as though that they are reaching that that's why I start by saying that the 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 crux of this matter and the fight of COVID-19 has to be centered around patients. If we decide that we we we, we are going to draw deadlines on reaching um her immunity, the, there's going to be a challenge because in so doing, what happens is that those who are reluctant to take the vaccine and hesitant to take, to take the vaccine will come across as though, as though they are the ones who are slowing the process down. And that is not entirely true. So that is why I'm saying what the government barbers must continue to do with, with, with the act of patients is to keep their focus on effective communication and that they must guide the citizens of Barbados in the direction 
of one paying close attention to legitimate sources of information because it is the misinformation and it is the it is also the alternative facts and and the and the fake news that helps to drive people away from not wanting to take the vaccine so government's focus and attention right now must be while they are patient use every opportunity to ensure that they are that they get those who are hesitant come on board by virtue of their marketing strategy so to speak in having the citizens vaccinated okay all right so how how can they really do that if most some of the effects we're seeing here um when we look at our neighboring countries we're seeing that they're pretty much starting to mandate it where we saw in um, Australia just only the other day uh, that their government stated that, you know, if persons were not vaccinated, then they would not be out of jobs. So either you take the job or no job. Then we saw here recently coming up in Canada that, you know, they're saying the same thing too, as effective of October, you can't travel on the train. You can't, you basically can't do anything. We just got a notice from the USA and they're saying that in order to come to the, uh, come to their country, all states, you have to be vaccinated. You have to be completely vaccinated. If you are um, you're, um, not domestic, then you have to be vaccinated in order to come in. I can announce that by Friday the 15th of October, every single authorised worker that is on that authorised worker list, whether they be in Melbourne or in regional Victoria, will need to have had at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. That is, if they want to continue working. If there's people that don't want this mandatory vaccine, how do we manage well, it? Well, then they won't be going to work. Okay. It's very, very simple. It's very simple. We want to open the place up. You want to, I'm not taking lectures on freedom from people who will hold all of us back. Right? We want to be free, we're going to be free, we're going to be open. And the key to that is getting these vaccination numbers up and up and up. Does that mean you don't have confidence in that 80% number anymore? No, no, not, not at all. We've just got to get as many people vaccinated as possible. And it's not about, it's not about the ultimate number. But will there be exemptions? I, I know you've just said there's a lot of... No, there'll be, there'll be detailed consultations and I'm not looking to exempt anyone. I think I'm, I'm, a, I'm in the business of encouraging uh, and where necessary through orders signed by the Chief Health Officer mandating people getting vaccinated where they pose a significant risk. There's too much, there's too much at stake. You will need to be double vaxxed as, a, as an authorised worker. Even when after we get to 80% and the authorisations are no longer there, the mandate, the rule, the Chief Health Officer direction will stay in place because cases will still be an issue then. But no, that's not, that's not the case. We're going to have a vaccinated economy and we're going to lock some people out because that is far better than locking everybody down. That's the decision that we've made. And I would appeal to people, these vaccines are safe and they work. So please go and get one. Then it goes even a bit further here in Barbados now. We are seeing that even to go to some hotels, you have to, if you're not vaccinated, they're not allowing you to come. They're not even allowing you to come and do a buffet breakfast. You have to be vaccinated what they are allowing is that if you do have at least one stick you can come but you must have at least one in order to to come so it tells me then that some type of pressure is coming 
because we you know the saying they say that um when america has a cold that barbados begins to sneeze no i i, I think part of the problem um one yes um um there, there, there might be international pressure or there might be um on the international um arena persons may may seem to uh, appear to want to reach certain deadlines in in, in relation to reaching her, uh, her immunity the challenge though the challenge is, is this when i speak to individuals who are unvaccinated what i'm hearing coming from them is that there is no differentiation between both persons for instance now i recently traveled and by so doing i was not placed in any special category having been fully vaccinated over and above that person who's unvaccinated now I and, and and i want to further explain that the negative pcr test must still be done both by the vaccinated person and the unvaccinated person um the vaccinated person still has the sanitize wear mask social distance the san the vaccinated person still have to quarantine um upon arrival the vaccinated person still have to do a number of things that the unvaccinated person is required to do so the question is being asked then what are the incentives for me outside of um one the 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 government at the there reaching uh, her uh, her immunity and two and two the the my personal health and safety having took the job what are the the incentives outside of these parameters that that would effectively cause me to want to have the job because what i'm saying is that if a person re recognize that they're being unvaccinated still have to go through the same things and do the and and, and follow the same protocols and follow all of the other things that the vaccinated person has to do then there is absolutely no incentive for that person to be vaccinated so i'm saying what the government's across the region and around the world must focus on and i will say this all the time is that the message of their safety and their health in being vaccinated is paramount and they must that must be reinforced and they must seek through the same science to ensure that there is some differential between the person who is vaccinated over and above the person who is not vaccinated because i will tell you a person who is unvaccinated has absolutely no reason to run and be forced to vaccinate at this particular point in time if the, that person is sharing the same experience as a person who is fully vaccinated
everyone. I am Vicky Otarina from the island of Barbados. And you're going to hear me at the next level virtual summit hosted by Queen's Mindset, where it's time for you to elevate. You're going to learn to thrive in spite of your circumstances. But I'm going to be talking on the topic of discovering purpose. Discovering purpose. And what is purpose? Purpose is the reason for your existence. So I'm going to be telling you about your intentional attempt to discover the greatest potential that is inside of you. And not only discover, but giving you the steps on how to pursue and execute that potential that God has given unto you. You're going to be soaring to a higher level. What are you waiting for? Just head right over onto queensmindset.net and get registered. It's happening on November 20th at 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern, and it's only 50 U.S. dollars. That's the investment. This is a great investment to help you take your life to the next level, not only for now, not only for tomorrow, but for 2022 and beyond, because it's your time to elevate. It's your time to thrive, and it's your time to be great. I am Vicky Otarina, and I'm going to see you at the Next Level Virtual Summit. So currently right now, is there a law right now where it has to be where um, taking a vaccination is mandatory, especially taking COVID vaccinated? Is there is that a law? No, there 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 is a government will have to go and legislate. But as I said, the fight against COVID nineteen cannot rest upon legislating and mandatory vaccination. It must rest and be wrapped up in patience and proper and effective communication to citizens to ensure that the message being communicated is the message that is received and that those persons having received the message will then do what is necessary to protect themselves and their family i agree but here's what they're doing they're not making it they're not saying the government of barbados is not saying that it's mandatory but we're starting to see some changes that are coming on board as you know, they start doing simple things. Well, it hasn't happened yet here, but I see it happening because we see it happening already in our neighboring, um, our neighboring lands where we see persons are saying, okay, you can't go to the mall unless you have, or unless you're vaccinated. You can't go to the gas station. I know for Guyana, that's it. If you do, if you don't have, if you don't have that, that, that paperwork to show that you have been vaccinated, then you can't do that. So soon enough, they'll be saying you can't shop in the supermarket. And then these are all the things that we need to do. So then it forces the person to say, you know, I might as well, even if I don't feel comfortable, you know, these are things that I need to do on an everyday basis. So at this point, I'm going to have to go ahead, even though they're saying it's not mandatory, but then they're asking for governmental officials to make sure that they have the vaccine because then they can't practice. They can't work in that field if they don't have it. So they're saying it's not mandatory, but then you're seeing different actions. Do you think that that's what's going to come to us, to our shores pretty soon? Do you agree with that? Well, as I said before, except and until that there's a differential between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, mm -hmm. then there will not be um, a need for the unvaccinated to become vaccinated. I say that on the premise that, as you correctly said, 
Um, other territories, I know, deciding that unless you are vaccinated, you cannot participate in either A, B, C. You can't shop. You can't. You can't do. So I'm saying that if if a government decide that that is a position that it will take or allow the private sector to drive the the um the the the, the process by allowing only vaccinated persons then it creates a differential and then and that's the point i'm making so unless a differential is created where no harm is caused but it places a, a person in a position to then have to check themselves and say well listen there's nothing wrong with, with, with my health i am in good um standing in, in relation to my health status i haven't checked the doctor and so on um so it, it helps to remove the hesitancy and that person will then become vaccinated but it cannot be it cannot be done in a manner that will cause a better follow between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated because one of the things that you do not want to do in attempting to move in this direction is is, is to create um discrimination hmm. in and among the um the, the, the citizens in society so 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 the approach i don't have a difficulty with the approach except that the approach must be done in a manner that is not harmful or not, not create any unnecessary follow between the government and the private sector in their quest to go in that particular direction but i do believe i do believe that if a differential is not created where the vaccinated where the vaccinated sits in a better a more privileged position having been vaccinated then there will not be a need for the unvaccinated to become vaccinated so do you agree then with the um the hotel the hotelers who are mandating that because they're getting pressure from their tourists because i read a story where you had the tourists who were complaining that you know you're saying to us in order to come to the island we have to be vaccinated but then when we come to your hotel your workers are not vaccinated and if they're not vaccinated we're not coming so what would you what would you what would you say in that in that case um, but it is only fair that if the United States of America uh, um, is now on 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 a program to have citizens vaccinated, then it is only reasonable and it's only fair that if their citizens are fully vaccinated and they are coming to a country to stay at a hotel, a guest house, or or wherever, that they will want to be comfortable in and around a person who's vaccinated, because that um to be to, and, and and to be and to be honest and fair to the, the the visitor who's vaccinated this is not an unreasonable request because that you you we can't allow persons while deciding that they have a right while decide that they have a right to use the same right to trespass then on the rights of an individual who've also exercised their right to be vaccinated so this is where the dilemma comes so the divide is being created and the divide must be brought closer where the persons who were in the front line hotel and airport seaport and all those areas who come in in, in, in immediate contact with with, with with um with visitors and so on it, it, i think it is imperative that these individuals get vaccinated 
as soon as possible. Now, I understand the science is saying that even though you are, that you can still catch COVID or you can, or, and you can still spread the COVID if you catch it, right? That, that is fine. But at the same time, your antibodies, according to the science and according to my understanding, your antibodies will be so adjust that you will be able to fight the COVID off without being hospitalized or have to go on the ventilator. So we must put ourselves in the shoes of the visitor who's fully vaccinated and want to ensure that when they land on the shores of this country, that those persons to whom they come into immediate contact, that those persons are vaccinated and, 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 do, not, and do not place them in no immediate harm. Um, um, while they're moving around seeking to enjoy themselves on the island. So, so um, we got to get me the program. I, I believe, that, and that's what I keep saying, those persons who work in the hotel sector, those persons who work in, on the front line, those are the persons the government must now target and have their marketing programs and strategies so designed that these persons will be able to understand the importance of being vaccinated. Okay, so what if, right? Okay, I understand what you're saying that the, the, the tourists, they have a right to that, you know, to want that. But going back to what you said earlier, you said that we should have, it should be a choice. Persons should be able to decide whether or not they want to take it. So for the tourists now to say that, you know, I'm not coming unless they do this. And because of money and money talks, you know, the hotel industry, they, they've been out for a while because of COVID. So obviously they want to get things up and running. So now they are being forced, um, indirectly forced because it's either you do it or you persons don't come. But what if I, as a hotel um, person who was working in the hotel industry, what if I'm not comfortable with taking the vaccine? <clears throat> now I'm going to be forced to do that because my manager or the owner of the business wants, is that is that a fair thing to ask? Because if we're seeing that person should have the choice, that they should be able to decide whether or not they want to take it, then the person that they want you to take it and you decide that I have to take it or no job, how, how does that how does that work? But I, I think one one of the things that, that those persons who are uh, manning hotels and guest houses across the country, uh, who are now active and in the front line of seeking to ensure that their employees are fully vaccinated, must must do a few things. And one must be to seek to find out what has created the hindrance, what has created the fear. And, and your employee not wanting to be fascinated because there has to be a reason why that employee is saying to his employer that they don't want to be fascinated or they're not prepared to take the, 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 the vaccine. And that if that can be, if the answer to those questions can be found, then a strategy can be put in place to bring these persons to a position where they then understand the reason, the true reason, is a part of the challenge upon the, the um, way the hesitancy of the, the taking the vaccines rest. It's trust and and miscommunication, misinformation, um, false fake news, alternative facts are, are, are all of the ingredients surrounding the reason. White persons don't want to be fascinated. 
So the challenge of the employer who now owns a villa, a hotel, a guest house, a spa, whatever, the challenge of those individuals must now, they must now come together and decipher among themselves what is the best approach for us to take in order to convince our staff outside of bullying, outside of coercion, and outside of mandatory force, what is the best strategy? Because there has to be a way. What is this way that we can seek out to ensure that we, 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 we have these individuals on board, fully understanding the necessity of becoming vaccinated in the job that you now hold? It is not rocket science. They can get it done. They need to sit among themselves and decide what is the strategy that they will be able to use going forward. Because the hindrance of these individuals rests solely on trust. How do you now restore the trust on surrounding all of the fake news, all of the alternative facts, the conspiracy theories, and all the other things that has given rise to, 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 um, to the fear of not wanting to take the vaccine? If they can decipher that, then they would market what they, they what you call a strategy around that that will seek then to encourage these individuals who are no hesitant to become vaccinated. Okay, so what if they do do this? You know, they provide awareness, they do all this stuff, they have their strategy, and they do that, but the individuals, it's a personal choice. And most of the times we are hearing now for persons, they're making this choice based on their religion, you know, based on their spiritual um, their spiritual walk. So they've decided that, you know, I'm not going to take this because they feel as though by taking this, it's going to harm my body more than it does good because we're hearing that, you know, the what the vaccine is actually made of, they're, they're made of some ingredients that are, you know, that some of these ingredients you may find. And I don't know if this is true, but this is what I've heard. Some of these ingredients that you find in vehicle that persons used to like make the engine oil and different things they're saying that are being made to generate this vaccine. So what if that person, you know, is making this decision because they just really don't want to? So if I if I'm working at the hotel and I say I don't want to do it, you give me the strategy, you build the awareness, you give me all the information, you give me everything to kind of make me reassure me that it's gonna be fine if I take this, but I still take the stance that I do not want to take this, then what do you suggest that the hotelers do? Well, then, um, because you see, uh, one of the things that we must be mindful of again is that the hotel is able to pay its bills by the presence of the visitors. And that if, if it is the wish and the will of the visitors to have those persons who they will come into immediate contact with, if it is the wish and their will to, have, to, to, to function among persons who are fully vaccinated, then the decision, the hotel then will have to make a decision. But I'm saying, before we reach that stage, that there must be a way that can be sought for a person who is hesitant. We have understood clearly that there are three or four components that rest on the fear of persons not wanting to take the vaccine. Therefore, if, if it is not true that all engine oil 
as no one of the of, of the compositions that is made to, uh, to create the vaccine if it's not true bring it by the evidence to prove so that you dispel that notion all the things that are not true must be brought to the fore and short for what they are once that is done and it is clear then you move on so i'm saying if a person does not trust what is being said to them based on misinformation that they would have received the the approach has to be to the only way that you can remove the fear through your approach is to bring the evidence that will substantiate that these things you have heard these things you have seen are not true you see one of the challenges that we are having surrounding the COVID-19 um, vaccines is that we are now witnessing a lot a lot armchair experts who are giving advice we are witnessing um, persons who would have studied and learned at Google University because everything that they, 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 they hold on to this is, is, is founded based on the on, on, on the platforms of, of, of Google. There's no evidence, there's no proof to a lot of the things that they're hearing, but they're prepared to share them nevertheless. And this is where the challenge lies. Because if some person has identified themselves as, as, as Dr. Thomas, um, Dr. Thomas cannot only be identified as Dr. Thomas by, 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 the, by the, 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 the wearing only of 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 um the the uh, a telescope around the neck mm -hmm. of that individual and 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 using the platform the youtube to carry to carry, to carry a message that is false and, and and then you have persons then who are now relying on the same information no credentials has been has been given he has not identified he said there's no way you can go to trace who is who and truly is dr thomas but dr thomas information is being relied on and then circulated in mainstream society and people are then using it to make decisions for themselves and now this is where the challenge lies. so when the when the lie gets a head start then the truth has difficulty to catch it part of the reasons why a number of countries governments that is are now facing this challenge with hesitancy, uh, 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 um, the hesitancy of vaccines among the citizens is because that the lies and the misinformation got a head start and once the head start was galloping the truth what it might eventually catch catch up at the same time lives are lost by the misinformation out there and this is this is where government must hold the bull by the horn and ensure every single piece of misinformation that has been presented by the fake news um individuals and conspiracy theories and all these individuals it must be arrested it must be arrested and counteracted by the fact if that does not happen government will continue to find itself in a dilemma and seeking to have its citizens fully vaccinated. 
So do you agree then, you agree with the statement that says that the vaccine has in a techno technology that will track humans? We've been hearing that being tossed back and forth. Do you agree with that statement? That's utter nonsense. I want to say this. And let's say it may look fair a favor. Persons are being tracked by these. These, all of these electronic gadgets carry a GPS system. That obviously, you can turn them off or turn them on. That helps you to know, help others to, to find you and know where you, where you are. And there are other things within these that when you ever use them, uh, depending on the platforms that you, 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 you go on, that help to track you. The credit cards that are issued daily by the commercial banks in this country are the means by which you can be tracked right so so there's no vaccine that comes out in the form of liquid that get, that can then be used um become into a metal or, or any any type of that type of substance such as metal that then can be used to track any individual Individuals are tracked by the phones, the very phones they use, the very um, credit cards they use. Now we are hearing now that the, that the, the, the banks are pushing something called a cashless society. So if you have, you have a cashless society, it means if I go to rent a car, I pay for that car through the means of a credit card, the payment of a credit card. Then there's record that I went at four minutes past four o'clock on Saturday and rent a car, and this is what I paid. I go into the supermarket and I use the same credit card. The credit, there's information that I went to the supermarket at six o'clock, and these are the items I bought. So you are trapped by the credit card and the phones more. So they, 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 there is no there is no mechanism within the COVID-19 vaccines by way of which a person can be trapped. So it is nonsense. I should be dismissed as nonsense. Hmm. So we're running close to the end of our time, but I do want to ask, do you believe that the jab goes against our religious beliefs? The, the bottom line, I heard it talk all the time about the religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. And there is nothing I have come across or read in the Bible that would have suggested that vaccines medication or any such thing are not the things a person should use for better health or even for their safety now we must understand something when this world was plunged into sin by the enemy Remember, God in his infinite wisdom, before the world was plunged into, um, into sin, God is in his infinite wisdom created the herbs as the healing of the nation. The Bible made that very clear in Genesis. Therefore, if the herbs, if certain things are extracted from the herbs and, and made in the form of medicines for healing, then someone must explain for me why then the COVID-19 vaccine can then not go against their religious beliefs unless this, these individuals are individuals who are saying to me that whenever they, be, they become ill, 
They do not take Panadols. They do not take um, aspirin. They do not take any such thing. And that they allow the body to heal on its own without this medication. Then I can follow the argument that they are presenting. Outside of that, I cannot seriously follow any argument logically that suggests that you will not use the take the COVID-19 vaccine for religious purposes, but at the same time, you are prepared to take other medication for, the, for, for, for safeguarding your, your health and your safety at the same time. It's a, there's a contradiction. So I, I, I don't understand if these persons who are saying this clearly understand what it is that they're saying. Hmm. So... We're about to head out now, but I want you to I want you to um, answer this last question for me. What would you what would be your advice to someone who is unsure about taking the vaccine? I as I said on my Facebook page, and I will continue to repeat it, that the first step is to go to your doctor because there are a number of individuals who are walking around this country and that they do not know what their true health status is. And because that you are unaware, you should make yourself aware by visiting the, your physician and having a clear and precise um, checkup where the doctor can then advise you on if you should or if you are a fit and proper candidate for the vaccine or if you are not. I would not advise a person to just go get in the line, get a vaccine, be unaware of what the truth has started. It. Because should that happen, what will happen if there is an adverse reaction to the vaccine, the vaccine then becomes the target, becomes that there's no, will be, you know, be held up to scrutiny and be blamed for the death of that person. When in truth and fact, that person would have other underlying health issues for which they were unaware and because of negligence not having checked before the, then then the vaccine the blame is then cast on the vaccine as the, the reason why you should not take the vaccine so i would implore all persons who are unvaccinated to go have big the clinics are there you got the private doctors if you can't afford the the the, the private doctor you go to the clinic um have a one-on-one -on -one conversation because you are the person who experienced whatever challenges you have in your life and by communicating these things to your doctor your doctor can then decipher based on what is communicated to him by the patient which is the person who presents themselves as to what is really happening within the body checks can be run and, and checked and, and, and so on and that person then will then be notified by the very um physician as to what the true health status is and once, and once they have cleared all the things that, um, in the estimation of the doctor, they have cleared all the things that have placed the health in a, in a position where they can, where they can um, take the vaccine, then you go ahead and take the vaccine. There's, there's, there's no reason, there's no reason to, to play politics. There's no reason to, 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 to be defiant and seek to give, um, you know, use this opportunity to, 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 to slow the process down. You, you understand me? When, in fact, the only person who you'll be hurting is yourself because that should you collide with COVID. Right? Being unvaccinated, 
your chances of becoming gravely ill and ending up on the ventilator the risk is tremendously higher than the person who has the COVID-19 vaccine. I'm not saying that a person who has the COVID-19 vaccine cannot um, catch the COVID and die. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the added protection and layer is one that you, you can rely on in the event that you collect the COVID. So, so, so seeking to derail and, and, and create unnecessary challenges for yourself and your health and your safety, believing that you are holding the government hostage by not going coming forward, does not make any sense. It doesn't. But there you have it, guys. You have heard it from Mr. Patrick King. He has shared his views on should I take the job or no job? I want to remind you guys that this is just merely opinions and anecdotal evidence. You are in charge to make that decision for yourself, whatever decision you deem fit for you. Uh, we are just sharing our views here. Uh, once again, if you have not subscribed to this channel, I want you to go right ahead and subscribe to this channel as we would continuously have information coming out. I think we're going to have to do a part two because I can see a lot of questions are going to come out from this. So we do look forward to having that part two. And possibly if we can, we'll see if we can get a doctor on here to hear it from the medical side so that we can be more informed and know exactly where we stand as it relates to the job. So once again, thanks for joining us and do have a wonderful day. This is a place where we're going to have some interesting discussions. It's centered around women. Oh. Real, it will talk.